right, thank you so much, guys, for tuning with us again. Uh, we welcome you back to our bi-weekly podcast, Setting Our Thoughts Captive. My name is Chitis. My name is Dijuan. And thank you for joining us again. Uh, hopefully, you listened to our first episode, and hopefully, it was a blessing to you like it was to us. Um, today, we want to deal with a topic which I think is one of the most important topic. Um, in Christianity and the topic without any delay is the resurrection of Christ right, so we're gonna talk about the resurrection that one what's your first thought about resurrection well my first thought was was that actually the topic or was it like I thought it was more specifically what if the resurrection hadn't happened? Hadn't happened. All right. So I, I was going to build that up, but that's fine. We can, we can talk about it. We can give it away right away, too. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I was confused for no, a second. No, I was going to build up like the different, like what, what does it mean by uh, that Christ resurrected and then eventually build that up. But that's, that's fine. The topic is what if there was no resurrection? Right? Uh, what would okay. happen if there was no resurrection? So let's, so let's look into this, right? We as Christians believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, he was buried, and on the third day, he resurrected. And because we both believe that, we both believe that Christianity is the only true religion, is the only true way uh, to, to have relationship with God, mm-hmm. I believe that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is one of the most important day in the history of mankind. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, we're going to get into more of the particulars about the resurrection and the mm-hmm. indications, uh, you know, what that indicates. Right. Um, but, you know, starting off, it, you know, without the resurrection, like, there's no hope. There is no hope. Absolutely. Without the resurrection, there is no hope. So starting off, how about yeah. this? Let's do it this way. Like yeah. how you were how you were going, right? Yeah. Um, what is the resurrection? Right. Well, the resurrection is is Jesus coming back from his death, defeating death and sin. And the hope in it is that whoever believes in him will also not remain dead, but we have the hope of that resurrection. Hmm. Okay. And when Christ was resurrected um, from the dead, mm-hmm. there was something that was particular about him at, in that state. Um, it's something that we would share in when we're resurrected. Um, and it's, you know, it's particular to his body. Yeah. What, what, was his, what was his body like? The glorified body? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like you're quizzing me or something. No, I mean, well, kind of, <laughs> kind but of, yeah. but that's when we talk about the resurrection. That piece is important too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, so when we say what is the resurrection, it's it's Christ being raised from the dead. But it's not just him being raised from the dead; it's him having a glorified body. Right. Um, because there's some there's places in the Bible where people were brought back to life who were dead. Right. But um, their bodies weren't glorified. Yeah. And that's important to note because there's a place in Scripture where it talks about Christ being the first fruits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
and so that's that's the only yeah, reason actually, why yeah. I said that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And thanks for uh, bringing that up. But that also presents a big, big uh, question among non-believers and among anyone from other faith. And you know, when when it comes to accepting Jesus as a teacher, everyone accepts it. Most of the people accept it. Let's just say that. When when we when when it comes to Jesus as as a moral human being, I don't think people have problem with it either. But the main problem with Jesus' life and, and what he has done, the main problem arises when we say Jesus has resurrected from death, hmm. right? And, and the reason is because there has never been, a, never been anyone, any founder from any religion that has ever claimed to, to come back from their death and have ever done that. Hmm. And, and if they have, they've never fulfilled it they've mm-hmm. never resurrected only christ he was prophet he was he, he his resurrection was prophesied he claimed to be resurrecting and he resurrected himself mm. and so that separates christ from any other founders or any other figures in any other religion absolutely yeah um and that's you know i think for our talk uh today we're gonna really focus our attention on first corinthians uh chapter 15, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of the, the, I guess the, the, the evidence or the, the points that Paul brings up about, um, he was raised according to the scriptures, mm. uh, rose on the third day. So it's, it's signifying, Paul draws on that to signify, uh, the resurrection of Christ is unique, you know, Absolutely. and just like I mentioned, like, um, him having the glorified body is very important because if you think about someone being raised from the dead, naturally your mind probably goes to Lazarus, right? But Lazarus, um, even though he was, he was brought back to life, his body was the same body that he Mm -hmm. had before he died. Um, Jesus's body um, is in a glorified state. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about the resurrection, um, that piece is important uh, for the evidence that Paul draws on to talk about the resurrection. He was raised according to the scriptures, um, and, and, it, and it's the fulfillment of what was, uh, what was promised. Absolutely. And, and going back to Lazarus, right? Ra- Lazarus, because of Christ's resurrection, will one day again be resurrected. In his glorified body, mm-hmm. right, and so so that that gives the eternal hope right there, uh, but but like going back to First Corinthians fifteen, right? Paul says like uh, uh, he says that Christ was uh, he died for our sins in accordance with the Scripture, that he was mm-hmm. buried, that he was raised on third day in accordance with the Scriptures, and then he gives on few examples or few witnesses of his resurrection, and I think this is very important to notice these witnesses. Uh, uh, to really see that, that this really happened, like like a lot of people, the, a lot of times when I deal with non-believers that don't believe in resurrection, their main question is like, "Oh, it's not, it's not factual." Hmm. But when we look at these examples, I mean, there there are some some very unique examples here that will help us that 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 we can look at and create a convincing, convincing uh, fact that Christ did resurrect, like. The first example is Peter, right? And, mm-hmm. and then to the 12. And we look at these guys, and, 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 and if these guys truly were faking that Christ resurrected, 
if these guys were lying and proclaiming to the world that Christ had resurrected, if that was a lie, then I don't think they would be willing to die for that lie. Mm. And I'm saying, you look at the death of these 12 people, and it's not, some of them are not even recorded in the scripture, but the historical, uh, the, the history records it, how they died. And you look at how horrifically they died, and their offense was that they, were, they would not stop proclaiming the resurrection of Christ. Right. And so, you know, if, if, if it was a lie, if resurrection did not happen, then I don't think these 12 disciples would, 12 apostles would go that far to, 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 to really die for the sake of proclaiming the resurrection. Yeah. So, and, yeah. So, like, Paul's building the case. Right. Right. For the resurrection. Yeah. Like, first off, it was according to the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Then we have the eyewitness accounts. Eyewitnesses. Mm -hmm. So he's saying first Peter, mm -hmm. then the twelve. Mm -hmm. And just and just a side note too. Yeah. Um, obviously when it says the twelve, it's not talking about that actual twelve in right. the sense that Judas was there. Yeah, not the not the disciples, but I would say after the No, no it, I, I would say it's the twelve, um, but not the literal 12, because Judas hung himself. Yeah, no, no, because they replaced Judas in Acts with someone else. Right, right. right. But the appearance, the appearance, though, I think, didn't it happen because um, it was three days? Right. Right? So um, before even they replaced Judas, That's true. there was 11. Yes. And so the 12, I think, is just a term to signify... Who the group was because they were sense. well known. Yeah, they were known sense. as the twelve. Twelve, yeah, that makes sense. Right. So mm -hmm. it's just like you know um, the five heartbeats. Yeah. Not the five heartbeats. The the temptation. The the music group. Yeah. Like I think some of them have changed because um, I think they even still tour. But like the original um, f uh, names of the group have shifted a little bit. Yeah. to the new ones, but they're still known as the temptation. Right. So in the same yeah, sense, the same it's like sense. they're the 12. Yeah. There was the group that followed Jesus, that, part that of his sense. inner circle. That makes sense, actually. Then you have, then it, he goes on and says, then he appeared to over 500 More than 500, once. yeah. So so Peter, the the 12, 500. Right. Um, so he goes from the scriptures to the eyewitness accounts. Right. Like the scriptures testified it, and then we he was actually seen. Seen by 500 people at once. I mean, if 500 people at once were to see him and are lying, either they were hallucinated and saw the same thing, which is not possible, mm -hmm. or they really saw Jesus. Right. And, and not only that, but then after that, he says he appeared to James. Right. Mm -hmm. And and it's really James is really unique one in this, because if anyone that would deny Jesus resurrection, that, 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 that there, there is a saying that Jesus never resurrected and whoever they saw after Jesus' death was like a what do you call it? duplicate of Jesus? I don't know. I mean, like the double double stunt man of Jesus or something like that. Mm -hmm. If anyone that would recognize if it's real Jesus or not, that would be James, right? Mm -hmm. He grew up with Jesus. He was he was a, he was a half brother of Jesus. But and and looking at James's history, he even called Jesus insane yep. before his death and resurrection. And when he saw the resurrected Christ, his life changed mm -hmm. to the point where he calls Jesus his Lord and Savior. And so, if there were, if there is a great, if there is a, the greatest witness, I would say one of them would be James of the resurrection. 
Yeah. And then to all the apostles. Okay, lastly, we have Paul, right? And so we look at Paul's life and he was on that killing spree or throwing Christians in the jail on the road to Damascus and what chance? I mean, he would not have stopped throwing people, uh, Christians in jail until unless he saw Jesus. And so we know the story. He saw Jesus and his life totally changed to the point that we know Paul is one of the greatest missionary, one of the greatest proclaimer of Christ. So from, from hating on Christ to proclaiming Christ until his death, what changed was the resurrection of Christ. He saw resurrected Christ and his life changed. Yeah. And so there we have all the witnesses there, right? Yeah. So to sum it up, yeah. um, we define what the resurrection is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul lays out uh, the evidence for it, mm-hmm. uh, being the scriptures and then the eyewitness accounts. Right. Okay. So so now let's let's move on. Let's move on to what we are going to talk about, right? So so resurrection happened. Mm-hmm. We have the evidence. So what? Why is it important? What would have happened if there was no resurrection? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, then I'm going to start with something very simple and very mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. If resurrection had not happened, then Christ would still be dead. Yeah, <laughs> right? absolutely. Something as simple as that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the, our, the, you mentioned it um, early in, in, the, in our talk, right? That the resurrection is one of the most important things in terms of our faith. Mm. It's so important, in fact, if you do not believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, I will say you are not saved. No, no, yeah. Um, that is how important right. the resurrection is. Right. You cannot come to saving faith without believing right. in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 100%. Because, you know, the, one of the prerequisites of, of having salvation or of being saved is to believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, right? Mm-hmm. And if Jesus did not resurrect, then he's dead and he's not the Lord that he claims to be. Right. And so that does not, like, you can't be saved without believing in his resurrection. Yeah. So in, in, in the gospel, when we talk about the resurrection, um, when, when Christ is resurrect, resurrected, like death doesn't hold him. No. Right? Um, he, he dies, but death doesn't keep him in the grave. Mm-hmm. And so Christ has defeated death, um, and we will see the, the completion of death completely being defeated when we are resurrected. Absolutely. Absolutely. The benefit of his resurrection, we see that when we are resurrected too, right? And that's also like, you know, the reason why we call that Friday Good Friday is because of what happens on Sunday too, mm-hmm. right? So what happened on Friday is completed on Sunday. Like like the tomb is empty, Christ is risen. Mm-hmm. So in in 1 Corinthians 15, even the the point of bringing this up, I think the the Corinthians here are obviously he calls them brothers, mm-hmm. um, and so they're 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 um, they're believers. Mm-hmm. However, I think what the the issue with them was they believed in the resurrection of Christ, but they necessarily didn't believe in the mm-hmm. resurrection of their oh, own themselves. selves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is why. Paul is laying all of this out. Absolutely. Um, so obviously, again, you have to believe that Christ has been resurrected to even be saved. Right. But then he goes further to say, like, not only was Christ resurrected, 
but you too also will be resurrected. Right. Um, and so let's, you know, let's keep going. Uh, yeah. I mentioned earlier, Christ has become the first fruits. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I was looking at a commentary um, where it talks about um, first fruits from a secular standpoint is looked at as the entrance fee. Um, it's the it's the it's the way to get in. Mm. Um, and so when you look at Christ as the first fruits, we're really seeing Christ as the one who opens the door for mm. resurrection yeah. for us to um, to have this glorified body. Mm. Um, and he had to be first. Like Absolutely. we can't proceed. Christ. Christ has to proceed first. Absolutely. And it draws on our uh, relates it back to Adam how Adam was the first fruits of sin. Yeah. Um, and through him, he allowed sin uh, to enter in. He went first, and then everyone else follows. And then Christ is the first fruits into resurrection. He goes first, and then we follow. Yeah. And what a, what a comforting thing for us to that, right? When, when we look at that, like, like because Christ resurrected, now we follow him, and we, the believers, are also going to be resurrected one day. And how does that comfort us? I mean, we don't fear death anymore because of that right there is no fear of death i mean i'm not saying that we ought to live recklessly and jump off a cliff and die or something like that no but you know we don't we don't fear death we don't live in fear of death Mm. because we know because of christ now we who believe in him are also going to be resurrected one day in our glorified body what a comforting thing yeah yeah um so let's let's so talk about the relevance of the resurrection. Yeah. Right. Because this is this is where Paul um, he lays out his case. If Christ had not been risen, like what this would mean for all yeah. of us. So I th- I think what we're doing right now would be meaningless too. <laughs> to be honest, right? It's like well, like it would be meaningless to talk about the gospel or preach the gospel if if Christ did not resurrect. Yeah. Right. And he says our faith would be in vain. Our, our, preaching. our preaching is in vain, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And, you know, if Christ did not last himself, how would, any, any, how would anything done f- for him last either? Yeah. Verse 14 of uh, chapter 15, And if Christ had not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. Yeah. Uh, but the starting, starting off with that, um, the preaching is in vain. So the apostles... Mm. Um, everything that they had done, everything that they had suffered, right, yeah. uh, would would have been worthless. Worthless. Um, us sharing the gospel with coworkers, or us sharing the gospel with friend, friends and family, right. uh, people we don't know, would just be worthless. Right. Because, you know, Jesus' death and resurrection is the heart of the message of the gospel, mm. right? This is the centrality of the message of the gospel. And if Jesus did not resurrect and, and defeat death and sin, then death and, and sin and, and, and the consequences of death and sin, which is hell, would still conquer every man in the end of, end of their life. Right. And so the gospel would not be worth preaching at that point. Right. Because we, you know, like you said, we, we see that... Um, our problem is sin. Right. And we know that the wages of sin is death. death. And so our enemy is death. Right. Um, and 
through the resurrection, again, as I mentioned earlier, that enemy is defeated. Mm -hmm. So if Christ was not raised, us preaching eternal life, it wouldn't make any sense because death has not been defeated. Absolutely. And, you know, like that that is what gave such boldness to the apostles to go and preach, right? And Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 4, like, you know, we believe and so we also speak, knowing that he who raised Christ will also raise us with him one day. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was the faith and boldness that 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 was the faith and 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 the, the source of strength that Paul had that led him to just go boldly and speak the gospel to everyone. Mm-hmm. All right. So preaching is in vain. Yeah. Uh, second point: we are found to be false witnesses of God. Mm. Yeah, we would be liars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to saying that Christ was raised, but God didn't raise him. Yeah. Um, and so if this is true, like he says uh, in verse 15, whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ mm. has been raised. Yeah. So... Um, so we would be liars. Yeah, we're going around saying this is true. This right. is true. This is right. true. Let's build your life upon this right. truth. Right. Um, we would be liars. Yeah, we would be absolutely. And what we're whatever we're doing would have no really intrinsic value, no eternal value. Yeah, right? I mean, so it's all in vain. In fact, yeah. it, it would be worse what we're doing because he says we're misrepresenting God. So instead of trying to bring people closer to God, um, we would be bearing false witness on who God is and what God wants. And we would be leading people further away from the true God. Absolutely. Which is what, by the way, all other religions do. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, you know, because Christ has resurrected, right? We are not liars. We're actually ambassadors of truth. And because 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 we preach Christ and His death and His resurrection, and in His death and resurrection, you have eternal life. Hmm. And so we we are actually because of the resurrection, we are ambassadors of truth and not liars. But if there was no resurrection, then yes, we would be the biggest liars. Yeah, for sure. So, so the next point, um, next one I have hmm. is there would be no forgiveness of sins if there was no resurrection. Yeah. And that's in verse 17, right? Mm-hmm. And Christ has not, if, and if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Yeah, I mean, if Christ didn't resurrect, our faith is worthless. And the obvious result is that there is no forgiveness of sin. All right. And, and, and that, um, I'm going to just read what my commentary said on this. Yeah. Because he, he, it's like Paul is just laying it out. Perfectly. So it's saying if there is no principle of resurrection, then Jesus did not rise from the dead. If Jesus did not rise from the dead, then death has power over him and defeated him. Mm. If death has power Mm -hmm. over Jesus, he is not God. If Jesus is not God, he cannot offer complete sacrifice Mm -hmm. for sins. Mm -hmm. If Jesus cannot offer a complete sacrifice for sins, our sins are not completely paid Mm -hmm. for by God. Um, And if my sins are not completely paid for by God, then I'm still in my sins. Therefore, if Jesus is not risen, he is unable to save Save us. us. Yep. There's so many implications that um, 
that that are there if Christ had not been resurrected. resurrected right. And ultimately, our problem that I mentioned earlier is sin. Um, this is like this is the whole thing, yeah. right? Like without our sin issue being taken care of, there is no hope. There's no hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. But because Christ has resurrected, like like you mentioned, like you started with, there is hope. Like we can break free from our sinfulness and because of death and resurrection of Christ. And that's that's so comforting to know. But yeah, without without um Christ's resurrection, everything falls apart. Yeah. But let's keep going because yeah. Paul doesn't stop, right? No. Paul keeps going. He keeps painting the picture. <laughs> right. Like, if not this, then this, right. then right. this, right. then this. So then the next point he says, and those who have fallen mm-hmm. asleep in Christ have perished. Yeah. So even worse, you're still in your sins, but the ones who believed in Christ that died believing in Christ, right. they're even worse off. They're even, yeah, they're, 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 their death has last say in their life. And they're gone forever, perished, right? And, you know, like, it's, it's, it's fascinating, right? Because we Christians, we mourn death differently than others. Mm-hmm. If you look at a person who's, who has been a faithful Christian and if he dies, or we even call it he's, he's asleep now, mm-hmm. like we, we, we react to their death differently than what unbelievers would. Yeah. Why? Because there's hope yeah. in Christians' death. But if the resurrection was not happened, then, then, you know, there's no hope. Yeah. There's no hope. Yeah. Yeah, so those, um, if Christ hadn't been raised, their right. faith is futile. Right. And not only are they still in their sins, but the ones who who died believing in Christ, their faith is also futile, right. and they're lost forever. Right. But because Christ has resurrected for us Christians, you know, Elmas' death is like a celebration. Yeah. Going on from the sinful world to the presence of our Lord. Yeah, so, so what's the next point then that he says? Next point is, I think... What you started with, we would be the most hopeless people <laughs> yeah. if there was no resurrection. Right? We would be the most hopeless people among the whole world because we're proclaiming Christ is the only Lord and Savior. That there is no, there is no second way. We're not going in and saying like, you know, Christ is only one of the many ways. Right? We're proclaiming mm-hmm. that Christ is the only way. Like there is no other name or other way where there is salvation. And if Christ is the one who did not resurrect, then then we would be the most hopeless people. We have no hope at all. Any hope we would have in this life would be for nothing. Yeah, but it's interesting. Um, it's interesting that he says, "If in Christ we have hope in this life, only in this life only." Yeah, um, we are of all pe- people most to be pitied. Really. If there is no resurrection whatsoever, then this is the this is it. Yeah. This is it. This is the only thing that we have to yeah. look forward to. And some people right. believe that. Some people believe that there's no afterlife. Um, that once you die, you just become yeah. uh, food for the worms, and that is it. And so, right. um, if that is all that we have to look forward to then really we should enjoy this life as much as we can. Right. Um, because there's nothing to look forward to. Right. And then that also means, too, because we know in our walk for Christ, in our life for Christ, we're called to suffer. Mm-hmm. We suffer for his name's sake. Mm-hmm. That also then 
what's the point of that? No. If this is the only life that we right. have, YOLO. there's no point to live. <laughs> there's no point to live a life of suffering for yeah. Christ, who died. Do and whatever wasn't you want. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. There is no. There is no standards to leave. There is no morality. I mean, why? Why leave morally? And you know, like, like. But because of Christ's resurrection, we have hope in this life, right? Because the power that that resurrected Christ is at work in every believer. But we also have hope for eternity that this is not it. This is not going to have its last say. Yeah. Why? Why I'm laughing that? because you keep reiterating that. It's like you you keep saying after we after we establish the point, you keep drawing back on the hope that we have. <laughs> yeah. Like now, it's almost like. Brothers and sisters, don't forget. Right, we don't have forget. this hope, which is true. You're right. So I just find it like, like I love that about you. And that's how you can tell, too, like you're a pastor because it's like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm not going to let you, no, let you because sink it, down. Right. Uh, yeah, there, there is like hopelessness in Christ's resurrection, but I also want to present like there's so much greater hope in, in, in Christ's resurrection that he has won for us. Yeah. Right? So I, yeah. I do want there's, to emphasize it, that, there, too. Without the resurrection, yeah. we're hopeless. Right. But in the resurrection, there is right. so much hope, and there's Absolutely. so much grace that's, right. that has been extended to it. So I, I just love how after every point that we, <laughs> that, we that Paul mentions, our preaching is in vain. You right. are, but but uh, no, our we're ambassadors of truth. We're not but, preaching in vain. <laughs> like, yeah, so I because, just, you know, like we stand, like all the credibility that we have as Christians mm-hmm. in the world, among all different worldviews, hangs on the resurrection of Christ. Absolutely. To be honest, like we have such great credibility among any world because there is no any, like, I've, I've, like I've, I, was, I was a Hindu, right? And I know a little bit of Buddhism. I hang, hung out with my Muslim friends. There is no worldview where, of, where the founder of the worldview or any figure in the worldview has prophesied, proclaimed to be resurrected and resurrected at the same mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. other than Christ. Mm-hmm. Because... Only Christ is the Lord and Savior. There is no other Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, so a lot of our credibility holds into the resurrection. Mm-hmm. If there is no resurrection, all of our doctrine and theology falls apart. Yeah. Which we have discussed. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like like even Christ dying on the cross um, is so central to our faith. However, if Christ died but did not get up, just like you said, if he did mm-hmm. not get up this will all be for, we might as well turn the lights off turn yeah. the mics off shut yeah. the computers might, down and do whatever we, we want to talk do. about i don't know politics or anything else you know what i'm saying like there's no point of talking about what we are talking about but mm. you know what we are talking about right now has eternal hope mm. right like like this they're they're like because christ has resurrected death is not going to have any last say among believers and far better things are waiting for us. Mm. Far better things when we will have our glorified body, right? Like, and I, you know, I was, I was reading about this, about heaven, right? Heaven is also, when you think about heaven, there is a lot of no more in heaven, mm. right? No more sin, no more stress, no more, I don't know, no more bad attitudes, right? Mm. In our glorified body. Yeah. And so much better things are awaiting us, this eternity in the presence of God, because of the resurrection of Christ. And I go back to the first statement that you mentioned, resurrection of Christ gives us hope. Mm-hmm. And there is no hope without resurrection. But let's 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 go a little further, yeah. right? So um, 
Let's go a little further into this. So we see like without the resurrection, this is what happens. But in the resurrection, uh, there are some things that are implicated. Yep. Um, and so I just want to take some time to touch on some of these things. And the, yeah. first, the first thing that we see um, in, the resurre- in the resurrection, we see the divinity of Christ. Mm. Okay. Uh, so Romans 1 uh, Romans chapter one verse four, uh, it says, and this is an intro Paul gives, but I I just love this part, and you know how sometimes in the intros we might, like Paul throws out all these little nuggets that we yeah. might just glance over, yeah. uh, but or in the life you can you can preach like five or six sermons just on the intro something yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah. Uh, Check this out. So concerning his son, this is verse three, who was descended from David according to the flesh, verse four, here we go, and was declared to be the son of God Mm. in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm. So in the resurrection, we see the divinity of Christ, the divinity of Christ. So Christ is holy. Christ is the son of God. Yeah. Okay. He's not just man only. So like he's not just a good teacher. Right. Uh, but he is also God. God. And I think that it's kind of very beautifully just piggybacking what you're saying is is presented in Philippians 2, one of the greatest uh passages in the Bible, actually, uh, where, where Paul talks about having humility, but then he gives the example of Christ, mm-hmm. and then and when he s- says that, in, I'm going to read from verse 6, he says, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that in the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. Mm. So in his resurrection, you know, Jesus Jesus has authority over everyone. Mm. I got a verse the, to piggyback off of that. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> so, because that was my next point, like, yeah. Christ is sovereign over life and death. Yeah. So Romans, uh, Romans chapter 14, verse 9. Um, it says, For to this end Christ died and lived again that he might be Lord both of, of mm. the dead and of the living. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Ab- <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. So we see the divinity of Christ. We see that Christ is sovereign over life and death, which he has to be, Mm -hmm. right? He has to be. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that we see is uh, justification, Uh, justification for ourselves. So um, so Romans 4, 25. Um, So, and let me... uh, let me let me just back it up just a little bit. So, uh, uh, so I'm going to maybe start at 22. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness 
But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. Um, And so um, in order for our sins to truly be paid for and for us to be made righteous, he had to get up. He had to get up. Absolutely. And I think that's where, like, you know, a lot of times when we share the gospel, I think, and I'm not saying everyone does that, but but the tendency is to, like, end the gospel in Christ's death, right? Christ died for our sins. But we have to remember the third day, too, Hmm. that Christ did resurrect defeating death and sin mm-hmm. and i i used to be i have i've been there too where i've like you know said the gospel and, and i've always ended like you know christ died for your sins if you believe in him you will be saved but i forget the resurrecting part because mm. it's so important to remind them that you know christ resurrected raised from dead so that we will also not remain dead that one day we will also resurrect in the presence of lord for eternity mm-hmm. and that's such a comforting thing right and like 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 that makes me want to that makes me uh, excited about Christ's return. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was, I was talking to uh, one of our students yesterday in our small group, and and I asked him, like, you know, if Christ was to come today, like, are you guys ready? And, and one of the students was like, I'm, I'm scared. You mm. know, and I was like, man, why would you be scared? Like, as a believer, it's a joyful thing. Right mm-hmm. now, I understand her intention why she said that, right? Because sometimes we we feel like we're not in that spiritual maturity or we we're not we, we've been slacking in our spiritual life so we may think like no i'm, I'm not i'm scared of crisis there so i think that's a that's a that's a christ coming yeah of crisis coming mm-hmm. but then i'm like man your sins have completely be for, forgiven in christ mm-hmm. positionally when god looks at you he sees christ in you mm-hmm. and so we ought to be joyful yeah. excited about Absolutely. christ coming right yeah and the comfort is because Jesus has defeated death and sin. And so those who believe in him will also not remain dead, but they will receive eternal life in their glorified body and 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 spend their resurrected life in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. That's so much hope. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, if you don't have that hope of resurrection, then, you know, acknowledge your sin and, and receive Christ as your Lord and Savior mm-hmm. and get that hope of resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had some more points. Um, however, I think we're, we're there's you know, there's a lot of indications for the resurrection. But one of the one of the other things uh, I'm going to just touch on. Yeah. Uh, and you you'll see it. You'll see it as you study the scriptures. Uh, you'll see where it's this Paul or whoever makes a statement and then it ties it back to the resurrection and saying uh, we have this or we are this because of the resurrection of yeah. Jesus Christ from the dead. Uh, so pay attention for those statements because those, those are, um, they give us, they're indicative of who we are, yeah. who we have become in Christ. Uh, and, and something that we should hold on to understanding who we are and how God sees us um, in light of what Christ has done. Mm. Um, but let me just draw on one more point, yeah. um, because with the resurrection, uh, we also t- will be resurrected. And so like mm-hmm. getting back to 1 Corinthians 15, 
the Corinthians there believed in the resurrection of Jesus, mm-hmm. but they did not believe in the resurrection for their own their selves. Own selves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like circling it all the way back and coming back to it. So in the resurrection, we see our resurrection. I touched on uh, Christ being the first fruits, uh, but there's something also too, uh, and it's in Romans, uh, Romans chapter eight. So let me let me just get there yeah. real quick. Um, and this is the the one the verse that you're looking at is similar to the First Corinthians one. He repeats the I think it repeats the same verse. Mm-hmm. Second Corinthians. So if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies mm-hmm. through his spirit who dwells mm-hmm. in you. Then I'm going to pop down to 17. Um, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with them in order that we may also be glorified with them. For I consider that the sufferings of the present time are not worth comparing comparing with the glory that is to be revealed Mm -hmm. to us. Then I'll pop down to 23. Uh, And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. Mm. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope uh, for we, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So um, the hope we are saved, like uh, it's in the resurrection of Christ. We have this hope because it happened to him. He is the first fruits of the resurrection. We will then follow. And we are waiting for the redemption of our bodies where this old body that's plagued, mm-hmm by the sinful nature is cast off and is glorified and we no longer struggle right. with the fallen right. nature. Right. And that's for eternity. For that's eternity. That's for eternity, right? So that makes suffering worth it. Yeah. To be honest, right? Because this suffering is temporary. Right. Right now we might be suffering for Christ's sake, but it's temporary. Because eternity is going to prove proof that it was all worth it. Mm. Absolutely. And like as well in Second Corinthians he says, you know, we do not look into things that are Sin, but things that are unseen, right? Things that are seen is temporary. Things that are unseen is permanent. Mm-hmm. Talking about the suffering and the hope we have in eternity. And that's such, such great hope, you know. Like right now we might have a lot of suffering. We might have a lot of like, I don't know, I mean, uh, a lot of deformities in our bodies or something like that. But we have such great hope that one day there will, it will be no more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've known some people who thought like, even in heaven, those deformities and things don't go away. And I just don't, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand that. And uh, because it, that those things came from sin, right? Yeah. Like uh, the decay. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, yeah, I don't even know what like our bodies is going to be like when mm-hmm. we're glorified. But man, it will be a perfection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, we have hope um, that we would be like Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, our bodies will be glorified. The resurrection is central to what we believe. Mm-hmm. And the implications of it not happening leads to us, uh, leads to a faith that is 
futile. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I would say, like, you know, in Christ's resurrection, there is power in, f- that is given to us to deal with any circumstances, any sin, and, and, and anything that comes into our life. You know, it becomes a motivation for us to praise and glorify God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, again, like, without the resurrection, we are men and women to be mm-hmm. most pitied. Yeah. But because the resurrection happened, we have hope, we have relationship with God, and we have eternal salvation. Life. Yeah, yeah. My last thought would be John eleven twenty five, where he says, "I am the resurrection of life. Whoever believes in me, in me, though he die, he shall live." Mm. All right. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs>